to Relationship Rescue, the podcast, Every Relationship Begins With You. And I'm going to say it, like I kind of think I say it every week, is that every relationship does begin with you. If you are not healthy within yourself, you will not have healthy relationships. So what is one of the key ways to have healthy relationships? Setting boundaries. And I'm talking about setting boundaries with everybody in your life, not just your partner, your spouse, but your children, your coworkers, your boss, you know, people in public, right? You know, boundaries are so important to your peace, to your, um, your ability to honor yourself, right? So um, soon enough, we're going to talk about um, honoring ourselves, and th- which means honoring your yes and honoring your no. But if you can't honor yourself, if you don't have strong boundaries. So let's get going. We're going to talk all about boundaries today, and I'm going to teach you how to set them. Um, let's start with the fact that you're going to discover in life, and if you think about it right now as I, as I teach you this, People generally behave in one of three ways, okay? So many people are non-assertive. So that means that these people automatically withdraw from an encounter. Um, They deny their feelings, um, which allows others to make decisions for them. Then what do they do? They feel guilty and angry and resentful when it happens. Um, They let themselves be trapped into doing things that they do not want to do or go where they don't want to go. And later on, of course, they get angry with themselves. But guess what? They, you know, they allow themselves to be led right into the trap. They're good at putting themselves down. And even their language is non-assertive. So they'll say things like, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's okay. I don't have a very good plan anyway. I'm sure yours are bit, are, yours is better. Whatever you want to do. Now, what happens with these people eventually is the resentment and the anger builds and builds and builds until it explodes. So you might have seen like, you know, a coworker who used to be, you thought was like the nicest person, right? That was actually non-assertive. And one day they just said, I'm done with this. But let me, let me put it in the context of a relationship. So the way you begin an argument, as you've probably heard, is usually the way an argument ends, right? So if you're always accusing someone, you're coming at them with um, anger and hate and strong words, the anger, the, the, the argument is going to, it's not going to end well. Well, what happens with a non-assertive person is when in the beginning of the relationship is they allow themselves to basically be run by their partner, let the partner make all the decisions from, you know, money to the house they buy, to the food they eat, to everything. Eventually, it wears them down, and then the resentment builds and builds, right? It's building, and then the person, the partner that is non-assertive will explode. Now, what we have then is a partner that turns from non-assertive, getting walked all over, you know, for 10 years, to an aggressive person, which I'll get to in a second. But here's the thing. You allowed it. You allowed somebody to make the decisions for you. You allowed yourself 
to be walked on. You allowed your people to tell you what to do, when to do it, where to, where to go, what to, you know, what time to be there. That's on you, right? But what I'm going to teach you today, part of what I'm going to teach you today is going from non-assertive to assertive. You see, it's, it, we get, we have a problem when we go from non-assertive right to aggressive, which is anger, right? Okay. So if you're the non-assertive person in this marriage and you're listening to me right now, I highly recommend you listen to the end and learn how to be assertive, which is going to, you know, start with putting up boundaries. So let's move to the second type of a person you're going to, you know, find in this world. They're aggressive. These people have the tendency to overreact to just about everything. And they're highly emotional. These are very unhealed people. They're triggered constantly. They tend to be domineering and controlling. By the way, non-assertive people are usually also unhealthy, but they're not, they're triggers, they withdraw. The aggressive person is highly emotional, which again, so they're, they're going to be domineering, controlling. And if you allow them this is who's going to make the decisions for you. This guy, this girl is going to take over. Now, what do you think happens in relationships? Many, many times you've got the aggressive person married to the non-assertive person. Why? Well, what have I talked about on my show all the time on this podcast? How we, you know, we marry what's familiar. Generally, non-assertive people that don't have a voice grew up with in an aggressive household with parents that, you know, they were to not be um, they could be seen but not heard, right? So they end up with that type of a domineering spouse. So what a lot of aggressive people will do, and I'm sure you've seen this in the workplace, they get hostile, they get defensive. They will make you feel hurt and they will they will even actually humiliate you. They will resort to name calling, blaming, insults, and sarcasm. Their language reflects their aggressiveness. So it's kind of like, We'll do it my way. I don't need to hear any more from you. You don't even know what you're talking about. I don't want to hear it. Be quiet. Stop. Right? Okay. Those are aggressive people. Third type of person. This is who you want to be. Assertive. Assertive people are open and direct. They're good communicators and negotiators. Well, why? Because they know how to compromise. They're able to view both sides of a situation, but they're not going to be made into doormats. They're going to honor themselves and they're going to honor the person that they're speaking with. They know what they want and they're not shy about letting you know it. They're all about, you know, getting what they need and protecting their rights but without stomping on their partners, spouses, coworkers, strangers, you know, feelings and rights. So I'm assertive. I'm very assertive. <laughs> I was never not assertive. Back in the day, long, long ago, I was aggressive, right? So what are you going to, so you've got to know when you're setting a boundary, we're going to get to this is you need to figure out, are you dealing, what type of a person are you dealing with when you go to tell them the new boundary, right? Are they aggressive? Are they, you know, just because you got to be prepared when you're setting boundaries with people, you need to be prepared. So it is very important to identify who you're dealing with before you face them. You know, so you don't have to suffer through a hurt relation, a hurtful relationship. You don't have to attack someone else's self-esteem. You don't have to make someone defensive. Remain calm, lay out your points and reasons and acknowledge their side as well. That's being assertive. You know, assertive people are confident when they speak. 
They're confident when they write that email. Because you know why? They use clear and concise verbiage, words. You clearly know what they want and need. They speak slowly and clearly. So when you're in a conversation with somebody, you know what? You got to listen and listen graciously. And then when you speak and, and, and the other person's listening to you, allow them to respond without interrupting them. That's assertiveness. And, you know, the best relationships have two assertive people in the relationship. And remember, you know, when you are talking to your, your partner, your spouse, your coworker, whoever, you do not need to justify every opinion or statement that you make. Never, ever apologize for being yourself. Because the person that you're talking to can absolutely sense when you are trying to mask who you really are. And if they see that you are masking your identity, your real identity, they will pick up on it and they will not take you seriously or your boundaries. So now, no matter how passionate you feel about the boundary that you want to set with, you know, your partner, your spouse, a coworker, whoever, you got to keep your emotions in check throughout the conversations, right? So negative emotions such as anger muddles the message that you're trying to communicate. And then what does that do? It takes the assertive person and turns them into an aggressive person. And then the person that you're, you know, trying to set the boundary with ends up confused and focused on your anger and does not take you seriously. Remember to use assertive language when speaking. You know, you got to use those clear and powerful words. And those clear and powerful words are called I statements. Examples of this type of statement are, um, are, I think, I feel, I want, the way I see it, in my opinion, what I need is, you know, you're not attacking anybody, you're not telling them how they feel, you're not putting them down, you're letting them know how you feel, you know, what your opinion is, what you need. But you're not putting them down. You're not making it them against you, you against them, their fault, your fault. It's just your feelings. And guess what? We are all entitled to our feelings. So, so, so let's, let me answer the question, you know, what are boundaries? Well, boundaries impact every area of our life. And this is why it's important to set them. This is why it's also important to know who you're dealing with, assertive person, aggressive or non-assertive, because see, physical boundaries help us determine who may touch us and under what circumstances. Mental boundaries give us the freedom to have, you know, our own thoughts and opinions. We're allowed to have our own thoughts and opinions and emotional boundaries help us deal with our emotions and disengage from the harmful, you know, um, manipulative emotions with others. You know, boundaries say, I'm honoring me and I'm honoring you. Boundaries scream, I respect myself and I respect you. Boundaries are, like I said, so important because when people are constantly walking all over you, it's never going to be a healthy relationship. You know, so sometimes um, some of the questions that I, I get are, you know, Heather, can I set, you know, limits, boundaries and still be a loving person? 
Of course you can. <laughs> They're necessary. You know, um, Heather, what are legitimate boundaries? Anything that you feel is protecting your peace and your needs. Whatever you feel is legitimate. It's you. It's your life. It's your emotions, your mental state, your thoughts, your brain, your physical body. Whatever you believe is legitimate, that's a legitimate boundary. What if someone is hurt by my boundary, Heather? Or they're upset. Too bad. They're upset because, you know, a lot of the people that get upset are upset because you're finally standing up to yourself, right? For yourself. You're, so you need to stay strong in that boundary. People do not like it that, you know, when a non-assertive person becomes assertive because they're used to taking advantage of you and walking all over your boundaries. They don't like it when you become all of a sudden this assertive person that sets up boundaries, you know, and not everybody or you maybe you're not even the non-assertive person, but you've allowed people, certain people to walk all over you. Your children could be, you know, you're in they're going to fight it. And I'm going to give you, you know, the steps on how to, what to do, how to create them and how to resist that urge to fight them about your boundary. So personal boundaries are basically their guidelines, the rules or limits that a person creates that you're going to create, you know, to identify reasonable, safe and permissible ways for other people to behave towards you and how they were going to respond when someone passes those limits. So, you know, it's all about how are you going to respond if they try to pass, you know, uh, trespass. Boundaries are built out of a mix of your own conclusions, your opinions, your beliefs, your attitudes, past experiences, and even social learning. You know, personal boundaries help to define an individual by outlining your likes and your dislikes and setting the distances one allows others to approach them, you know. And again, they include physical, mental, um, psychological, spiritual boundaries. And they do. They involve the beliefs, the emotions, the intuitions, the self-esteem. So personal boundaries actually operate in two directions. They affect the, both the incoming and the outgoing interactions between people. So, you know, that's a relational relationship. And so it's affecting the incoming outgoings with other people. So it's a relational attachment. It's a relational um, uh, partnership, right? So you have to be able to um, know that you can protect yourself, you know, in your emotions and, you know, and you can contain and, and work within, you know, the, the, um, the emotional state that you need to be in, in order to live your best life, your most successful life, in order to have that good partnership marriage or, you know, relationships with your coworkers or whoever. So this is why they're so important. So let's go through their six steps to create boundaries. One. So step one, I don't know if you have a pen and paper, but you want to get one now. Step one, recognize and acknowledge your feelings. Okay. So in order to set effective boundaries, you need to know what you're feeling. You know, is it that this person's comments make you feel bad? Is this person making you feel overwhelmed or drained? You know, being able to do this is vital because you know what, you need to be able to check in with yourself, recognize how you're feeling, you know, and how you're feeling mostly when you've separated from that other person. The problem with so many of us who have these weak or leaky boundaries in relationships is that we become so enmeshed, so encompassed by the other person's stuff that we have no idea, you know, what it is that we ourselves are feeling. But we got to take some time and break away from that. Reflect. Check in with yourself. 
You are then going to consciously make the distinctest difference between yourself and the other person. That's the first step and it's vital. Okay. You must be able to understand what this person makes you feel, how they're making you feel that way, why they're making you feel way. Step two is recognize if you have any boundaries, how have they been crossed? Okay. So you got to figure that out. You know, do you find yourself saying yes when you want to say no? Is the person always making, again, critical comments? Do they seem to have problems that you have to help them with all the time? Do you have to change who you are to satisfy them? That's step two. Step three, recognize how you need to set the boundaries. So that means like, you know, once you can recognize what's causing you to feel overwhelmed and drained or simply bad, then this is when we decide, you know, what are you going to say to them? And you got to think about it. Because you got to make your boundary known, right? Otherwise, we're just going to keep, you know, doing it. So you have to know, you know. And so this is where you use your I statements. This is where the clear, concise language comes in. Step three. This is where you need to know who you're dealing with. So you can write clearly what you need to say. Now, step four. This is where we're going to get grounded, okay? See, there's two things that happen often happen when boundaries and relationships have been weak. One, there's backlash from the other person and you feel guilty. Okay, so for this reason alone, it's extremely important to get grounded within yourself. And we can do this simply by taking some time to ourselves, okay, to meditate, to tune in with your body, to check in your emotions, you know. You remember, you got to remember this. Your emotions are valid, They are valid. For that reason alone, you are not wrong for setting the boundary. In fact, you're taking care of yourself, which is something that you should do above everything else if you want to have great relationships. Step five, guess what? It's time to voice it. Make your boundary know. Communicate it to the other person. Now, keep in mind, if there is any backlash from the other person and they want to argue with you, you need to just walk away. Focus on taking care of yourself. This is very important because the reality is that if there is backlash, then they're not respecting you or your or any boundary you might have had in place. And if we acknowledge their disrespect by arguing with them, guess what? Guess what we're giving them? A weakness in our boundary and they see it. They'll play on it. By acknowledging and focusing on their backlash, we are then subconsciously telling them we are not grounded within ourselves and confident in what we want. Where they see, you know, it's like you give somebody an inch, they take a mile. Well, in this, they see that little tiny crack in the foundation of that boundary because, you know, you're going to sit there and argue with them about it. Then guess what? They're going to get through that crack in your foundation. They're going to seep in. And before you know your foundation and that whole boundary, it's crumbled all around you. And all the work you did to get here is for nothing. You know, so you got to start over again. So let's number six, step six, take care of yourself. So this is where if the boundary does bring up backlash or feelings of guilt, you got to walk away, go for a bike ride, go exercise, go out in nature. Do anything you need to do to get yourself recentered and do not spend too much time or energy focusing on what happened. Okay. Our feelings, our thoughts and actions, that's what they are. Right. Okay. So we're feeling some way because of a thought and we're feeling it in action and there's no need to feel any guilt or shame about setting a boundary. 
So what you have to do, because see, the boundaries serve a purpose. It serves a purpose to have better relationships and to respect yourself and to honor yourself. And so you have to release those negative thoughts from your mind. So you don't have these feelings and actions that will backfire. So allow space, you know, between the person that you're setting the boundary with and yourself. And then when you allow the space to happen, when you walk away and you go, whatever you're going to do to recenter yourself, well, that's when the more positive feelings and experiences will start to play. You know, for me, it is about going into nature. It really is. Okay. And I don't call, I don't say meditating, by the way, I, you know, I call it, um, creative silence because my meditating, I, I, I found I wasn't able to meditate and put too much pressure on. So I, my goal was to just, okay, just be silent and creatively think. And that's how I learned to meditate, by the way, more on that at a different time. But so, you know, you got to go center yourself. So here are your action steps. You know, I give my clients action steps every, you know, every time, whether I'm group coaching or one-on-one coaching, Every week you get action steps. So my action steps for you guys on this podcast today is choose the people that you need to set boundaries with, write the boundaries down, you know, write who you're you know dealing with, assertive, aggressive, non-assertive, and do those six steps. And I want you to choose two to five people, two to five people to set the boundaries with and start today. You're on the podcast. Get off this podcast. Name the name the people you need to set boundaries with and do the steps. If you have to re-listen to the podcast, re-listen. If you want, you know, um, uh, me to help you with a boundary, just you let me know. Or actually, you can go on my website. I think I have on there um, a downloadable. I do on boundaries. You can go on my website, go to um, freebies, and I believe you can download basically an ebook on. Um, how to set boundaries. So yeah, so thank you for tuning in to Relationship Rescue, the podcast. Remember, every relationship does begin with you. If you would like to take a, you know, um, it's time, you're ready. You are ready, by the way. Do not ever book a 45-minute free call with me, you know, that's consult call, if you are not in the space to to go, you know what, I'm ready. I, I do want to live my best life. I do want to heal my relationship with the other myself or my marriage or my partnership, whatever it is. Don't, don't do that. Do not take a call away from somebody else that is ready, right? You know, I am always ready and raring to go, but I like people that take action that are just make the decision to change. So unless you're in that mindset, just wait. But if you are ready, you can go on my website. You can schedule a free call, www.heathercatherinecarter.com, two C's, Catherine Carter. And thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, stay safe. Have a great night, day, morning, whatever time.